was getting a lot of things in his life. He did a lot of great things in his life. He did a whole bunch of messed up things in his life. And guess what? Here I stand. Here I stand. Yeah, I got scars on my legs and scars on my hands and scars on my face and scars on my... I'm happy in my core. I've been happy for a long time because, see, I found out that I had a friend who would never leave me and never forsake me. And, uh, and I, I, I went off when I was young. I was, you know, 18 years old. And I thought I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. And so my mom used to make this statement that if what I was doing was not dangerous, I wasn't going to do it. Uh, I had this thrill thing going on. I had to get that adrenaline rush. And uh, <laughs> it led to some pain. And pain is good in life because it reminds you. So uh, if you have your Bibles, um, if you will turn them uh, to Proverbs chapter 22. And this is kind of what I'm going to focus on a little bit before I sit down. And I'm going to sit on the steps down here. And I'm going to have a heart to heart, from my heart to, to all y'all's heart. Um, something I wish I could do on a regular basis with a lot of children. And a lot of young men and women that need to hear these things. Um, verse 6. Now I'm, I'm reading from the Christian Home and Standard or the Christian Standard Version, and I'm reading from that because that's the version that we are, are, are gifting these two young men. That's what they've asked for. That's what they're getting. And so I'm going to read this. It says, uh, verse 6, Start your youth on, this, on his way. Even when he grows old, he will not depart from it. The old King James says, uh, Teach him in the way they should go, and they will not depart for up when they are older. Um, you remember all the times you got hauled to, to Sunday school when you didn't want to? <laughs> and all the times you had to do the vacation Bible schools when you didn't want to? You'd rather be playing ball or sleeping late or playing video games, which they didn't have them when I was coming up, but outside doing anything other than what I was supposed to be doing. Um, the things that you learn in your core, you're going to return to. The thing, you'll return to them. And you're going to go through your life and you're going to wonder what life is about. What is the purpose of the day in your life? And you will ask, what is the purpose of life and why am I here? Well, I'm going to answer that question for you right now. And then down the road, you know, you can say, you know, Pastor Jerry, years ago, the day I was getting ready to graduate, told me the answer to this question. God created you in His image so that you could have a relationship with Him to accomplish whatever you do in life for His glory and not ours. That is the secret of life. We don't belong here on our own. We belong to Him. Whether we accept Him or reject Him, He is the one who made us. Every one of us in here, I know we all look different, but we're all made in His image. And so with that, remember... Uh, remember some humility in your life. Don't get so high up that you can't bend over and help somebody in need. Uh, and fear the Lord. And fear of the Lord will result in wealth and honor and life. Now with that, um, I'm going to step down here a minute and I'm going to give you to you guys. Do this. Um, 
to the graduates, and I think it's a wonderful thing. Um, when I graduated, they gave the church I went to gave us a Bible. Mine disintegrated in the backpack of a United States Army rucksack. Uh, there you go. And congratulations. Congratulations. Take it with you wherever you go. Take it with you wherever you go. And, and I got another thing. I added a little piece of paper that's inside that bag. And there's a card in there and everything. But let me find my little piece of paper. I added it in here somewhere. Now I can't find it. Yes, I did. Uh, you can keep it up if you want to. It's something I pulled off the internet. And uh, it kind of looks like a little warning thing. And uh, I'm going to sit down. My knee's hurting. That's why they're killing me. Uh, it says uh, emergency numbers. These are numbers, you know, like you used to see before you tied them. They used to hang on the wall. And uh, now you carry them wherever you go. But uh, it's a quick reference guy. It used to have uh, the, the 911. Before 911, it had the police department, the sheriff's department, fire department numbers. You used to have to dial a whole number. Uh, they had the ambulance and all that on there. And Usually right below that, you had a neighbor's number who you could call if mom and dad wasn't there and things got wacky. Uh, and you're going to get upset in life. Go to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. And if you read John chapter... Well, I, actually, if you want to know who Jesus Christ is... Yeah, okay. Uh, if you want to know who Jesus Christ is, read the book of John. It should take you about a month to read the book, and then at the end of the book, answer the question uh, without a doubt. If you're feeling weak, I mean, not wanting to, not wanting to, uh, whatever, you know, you can be under a tremendous pressure. I know you guys just finished up EOGs and all that stuff, <laughs> and uh, it's terrible. And then if you go off to college, oh, you just got more of that. So the pressure's going to build. Uh, if you're feeling weak, then I'm going to Psalms 18, verses 1 through 29. And if you're lonely, Psalm 23. And I'm going to convey some stories along the way here. Uh, in the cover of that book that, I, that we gave you, uh, and one that's up there on the pulpit, and I'll get to these numbers later, that book is useless if you don't crack the cover of it. It's like any other book in the library. If nobody checks it out, then they're going to do it. You know, it's like, now they're all online, so all of us have electronic devices. And we can pull up whatever we want. And if you don't know where to go, all you're going to do is ask it and it'll take you there. Uh, but you need to read the word. Man, take five minutes a day. You'd be surprised what it'll do to your life if you just read it for five minutes a day. Man, there's great story in there. You're going to go off to college and they're going to try to tell you that the world is billions of years old. And then it started with some great miraculous explosion and everything came from nothing. Well, I'm on this one. Be honest. I'm just uh, I'm just a dumb old country boy, but I'm smart enough to know that you can't get something from nothing. There has to have been something for the nothing to come from. And so, uh, and if you want to hold to the Big Bang Theory that they're going to tell you, you know, all you got to do is think about this thing. You know, in the book of Genesis, it says, In the beginning, the earth was void, darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved over the face of the water. And God said, let there be light. Bang! There was light. There's your big bang. 
There you go. So there you go. Uh, now, the other thing is, is they're going to try to tell you that men had to evolve, and trees and all this had to evolve from nothing. Well, when God made man, according to the book of Genesis, Adam was a full-grown man. He didn't have to be nursed. He didn't have to be potty trained. He was full-grown and functioning. Not only was he full-grown and functioning, but he had language. Because God had him name all the animals. So it wasn't like they had, they had to wait for, for man function. And then he's saying that there wasn't any made woman and they, they lived in paradise and everything was great and then they messed up. They did what all of us did. We don't follow directions. God told them not to do something. What they did, they did. He told them if they did, they were going to die. Well, we're, we're the generations later and we're dying. The whole earth and they got wild and they went crazy and, and it got bad. So bad that it wiped it out in the great flood. And see, your scientists in college will tell you, or they won't tell you, they don't allow for uh, simultaneous existence. See, they can't explain why a man skeleton in a fossil was found with a dinosaur skeleton at the same time. They can't explain why they found a fossil of an elephant giving birth. And the baby of that, the baby up is still in the birth, halfway in the birth canal, when the fossil was made. So it had to be something catastrophic and instantaneously that would be the flood. They don't, they don't, they don't know how to answer those questions. And I, like I say, I'm just a dumb old country boy. You know, these are just things that, that, that I've thought about over the years. Uh, there's a great story. If you like, if you like kung fu movies and kung fu fighting. There's a great one in the Bible. This dude was so bad, he whooped a thousand people with the jawbone of an ass. Stacked them up like cordy. And you talk about Bruce Lee, you know, he had nothing on this dude. And he was smart. He was so smart that he caught a bunch of foxes and he was tied to harvest. And he tied the tails together with, with torches and set them loose through the uh, enemy's field so he could kill all their grain so they'd starve in this. I mean, he, 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 this is in there. There was a man who was so full of himself that when he should have been off doing what he was supposed to do, he stayed home. And he was taking a shower and walked out on his balcony one night and he'd seen the most beautiful woman he'd ever seen in his life. And he sent his servants to go get her and brought her. And he laid with her. And she, had a, she, she got pregnant. And it upset him so bad that he had his, that man, the woman's husband, come in from back. And he, was, he wanted him to go and, and visit his wife. And she, he, went, he was so ashamed and so that he got back for more that he wouldn't even go in his own house. He slept outside. And so this person had him sent to the front line, put him in front of everybody, and said, when the fighting gets tough, y'all retreat and leave him out there. So he got killed. So this person created, he, he was a murderer and an adulterer. And God forgave him and told him that he was a man after his own heart. See, there's, there's really, I'm not telling you to go out and murder somebody. And I'm not telling you to go out and commit adultery. But what I'm telling you is we have a forgiving God. And no matter how bad you think you are, His forgiveness is greater than our evil and our weakness. And so you can't, you can't out-sin God's love. And the sooner you, you come to understand that, the better off you're going to be. And then there's other stories in there. Man, there's all kinds of great stories. There was a guy, he was scared of his shadow. And yet God picked him to be the leader to get rid of some people out of the country. The man was so scared of his shadow. 
And then he didn't have any choice. He had to go. And God was so particular about how he did things. And another story, he took all these people said, you got too many people. We're going we're to shorten this stuff down here. If they drink water like a dog, send them home. You know, there's certain ways they would drink the water. If they cut it with their hands, they would do it. If they got down and licked it like a dog, they'd send them home. But it was, what he was doing is he was letting them come to the understanding that the only way this is on him that he was doing the fight. And the same guy that was a doctor, he took a rock and killed a giant. I mean, we thought, thought these were fairy tales. And, 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 and we get a lot of that because of the advertising we see on people. Fear of the devil. Fear of the devil. He, he, he's not good. And, and he's smart about how he does it. I mean, think about it. My favorite, my favorite sport team, their their uh, mascot is a give me a break. And then, and then, you know how Satan tries to make people desensitized to it. Though you got them little dirt metal vacuum cleaner, and then you see all these commercials like somebody wanting to eat yogurt or not eat yogurt, and you got a devil and an angel on each other. Who is afraid of a little red dude with a pitchfork about that pop? Nobody. Well, I assure you, he's not going to come dressed in red with a picture. Remember, you will never, ever be alone if you have him in your heart. The prayer is that Jesus has been with me every step of the way. Every step. And so, when he can't call upon anybody, or you try to call home and lines visit, and, uh, and you need some money because uh, somebody, they were a little bit more uh, cunning than you were, and they're going to they're gonna cheat you out of your money. And you'll learn from then on. That it happens. Trust me, it happens. I hate to and don't. But guess what? From that point forward, I didn't get cheated. I learned. You know, you get, they, lessons, the lessons we learn, the big that Uncle Sam was feeding me three hots and a cop, I started it. They're not going to tell you something else that you can take to the bank. No matter where you go in this world, the type of people that you're running around with now, you know, your friends and all that. Wherever you go, those are the same type of people you're going to hang around because that's where your comfort zone is. Those people, those, those attitudes and personalities, that's where you're at. That's where you're comfortable. You know what to expect. The only difference is going to be the names and faces will change. But the people will be the same. See, ever since Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun, you know what that means? Ain't nothing new under the sun. All the stuff that's going on today in this world, even you know, the, all the crazy stuff that we got going on in society where people can't figure out which bathroom to use and all that stuff. All that was going on in Solomon's day. They just dressed it up different. And now it's out in the few. Satan's getting bold. So he's putting all that stuff out there for everybody to see. He used to hide and sneak around in the back rooms and things. And now it's out. I'm going to tell you, show compassion. Always show compassion. Keep your wits about yourself. Be aware of your surroundings of who's around you. Because not everybody around you is going to be your friend. And there's actually, you're going to find out, there's going to be some people that have been running around with you and they actually, uh, they won't hurt you. Now, they may not hurt you physically, but they might. They may not hurt you spiritually and uh, they're going to get at you the best way they can. Sometimes they can't get it to you because you're tough and you know what's going on and you're aware of things, so they use it. Um, and so today, you know, you guys are in Mark. You're going to go off 
uh, I know you're going to school and I think you're going to another town to go to work or something like that. I think it's what I was told to or whatever. I might be letting the cat out of the bag. I don't know. Mom, you didn't hear that. Uh, uh, but I know that, you, you know, whatever you do, it's going to be different. I'm going to tell you what my dad told me when I left. Uh, he said, so you're going to go away. I left. I was gone 13 weeks before I got back. And uh, he said, uh, when you get back, things are never going to be the same. He said, your friends are going to tell you you've changed. He said, in a sense, you have. You've been out on your own. You've experienced some life. And you've learned to rely upon yourself. You're going to find out what your mental, your mental physical and, uh, uh, limits are. You're going to find out what your capacity for uh, failure. You're going to find out what your capacity for success is. You're going to find out all these things in a short period of time. And you're going to come back home. And the buddies you run around with, if they haven't gone off to school or done something, they're still going to be doing the exact same thing when you left 13 weeks ago. Nothing's going to change. In fact, I say gone. I, I came home. I was gone for three years on the often. And when I came back after three years, uh, 10 of them guys were still doing the same thing that we was the day we graduated. They said, how come you don't want to do it? Do it. Been halfway around the world. I don't even think I'm gonna sit in a parking lot and watch cars run. <laughs> you know, uh, this, but and you'll move on and you'll meet new people. Take that bottle with you. And whenever you get down, crack that little piece of paper in there. You'll be surprised. There's all kinds of things on it. I think I think the one that I like the most is uh, you go you're gonna get discouraged with work. I wasn't the weakest one either, and it seemed like every time I went to work for, in, into a, uh, a factory or something, the guy that was my supervisor was dumber than me, and that's not saying a whole lot. Um, and so, uh, you know, you got to learn to deal with all kinds of people. Uh, uh, you're going to be good. Remember your name, no matter where you go, remember your name, who you are. You know, you only get one name in life, and, and mine is Jerry Wilson. And, and, I try to live my life to make my mom and dad proud of me. Um, and they, uh, you know, my dad's gone to be with the Lord, and my mom, she she might know she's here and she might not, depending on the day it is. Uh, but I know she loves me. I know they love me. I didn't necessarily like the things that they did for me, but I didn't realize that at the time that they were doing them out of love. I thought they were doing them out of spite, you know, because it conflicted with what I thought was right. Uh, you know, because I was 18 and I knew everything. But, uh, you know, it's uh, life in most of it. You know, I, I, and my wife said, I'm 65 years old and I wake up every day and I can't wait to get outside to see what this day holds. I'm still, and you make friends for life and, and you go through life and you'll separate. You know, the guys you run around with in high school are best friends with. Uh, you know, you go off and they're doing their life, you're doing your life, and then you start getting back and reminiscing about the glory days. You know, thinking of the name, thinking about glory days. You, you guys, give it about 15 years and you'll be singing the glory days. Uh, right now, you're still living. Uh, get 65 and it's precious memories. <laughs> 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 so, uh, just, just hang in there, guys. Congratulations and look. God loves you. We love you. If there's anything that we can do for you, we're here. Well,
The only other thing I can do is make an invitation to Jesus Christ. If you're here and you don't have a relationship with Him, today's a great day to do that. Um, you know, the kingdom of heaven is near and one day the, the door to the ark of salvation will close and it'll be closed forever. And your, uh, your fate will be set. Uh, you guys have a long time ahead of you. You seem like it. You know, like I said, I know. I know, man. You're 18. Or almost 18, 19. Uh, you, got the, you got the tiger by the tail. It's okay to turn him loose of him every now and then. You ain't got to let him drag you through the rose bushes. Have a wonderful life. Come back and see us every now and then. And uh, if we can be of any assistance to you, call us. Um, if you get my phone numbers, uh, you can call me anytime, day or night. I'll be there. Come get you, whatever you need. If I can help you, I'm there. Uh, now, anybody here need to see Jesus? Need to receive Jesus? Now's the time. Anybody here uh, need to rededicate their lives to Christ? Today's the day. Remember now, remember, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not even promised the next minute. As bad as I hate to say it, some of us might walk out of here. I hope not. It's not my prayer. But we're, we could trip and fall and land precariously and that would be the end of it. And if we have not made a decision with Jesus Christ, our eternity is set. And we'll spend it in hell. And my prayer is no one that I know or meet goes to hell. It's my responsibility to share the gospel and tell you the responsibility uh, that you have if you reject Jesus Christ. That's not just the responsibility you have. It is a for certain thing where you're going to go. For those of you, like I was going to tell you, you're going to find out, oh, there's an afterlife. Absolutely there's an afterlife. And you're only going to spend it in two places. Some, No, you're not. You're going to spend eternity either in heaven or hell. Period. Those are the only two places. And there's only one name, and you're going to hear a lot about that you can get to heaven through, the, through some shack somewhere. And all, No. Jesus Christ, He says there's only one name. The only way through God, to God is through God, and that's through me. He said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. To break it down in old country boy sense, God said, the only way to get to me is through me in the flesh. I came down here, walked, died, rose again so that you could be reconciled to me because you couldn't keep my commands. Now, I have provided a way for you to spend eternity with me. All you have to do is accept it. It's free. And you got people that just can't do it. So, anyway, with that, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I love you and I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you that we get an opportunity to, to watch these young men. We got to watch them grow. And we're going to get to watch them flourish now as adults. Uh, Lord, we're going to get to watch them go out through life and make their way. And, and Lord, we hope that they'll be positive, great examples for you. Keep them safe, Lord. Don't put too much on them. Let them come to you when they're troubled. Let them come to you when they're happy. Let them come to you every day just to seek some, conf some confidence, conversation, and some love from you. Lord, protect their families and their friends. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
If everybody please stand, let's sing our closing hymn, 535, I am thine, O Lord.
Thank <laughs> you. 